0: You're listening to an m pavilion podcast conversations about design and the world we live in this podcast comes to you from our 2020 season for more visit our archive at library.mpavilion.org and subscribe wherever you
1: find your podcasts
0: okay hi and warm welcome to the m pavilion premiere of the film White Cube here at Parkade Car Park in Melbourne, Australia. Um, My name's Helen Runting. Uh, I'm an architectural theorist and uh, I run a small practice in Stockholm in Sweden. So it's my great privilege to be home at the moment and able to be here with you tonight. Um, This is the final M Pavilion event in a five-month series and... If, like me, you haven't had the chance to catch up on any of the previous um, events, I'd like to direct you to the website because all talks um, are recorded and available um, if you'd like to catch up on them. I'd also like to acknowledge the Wurundjeri, Woiwurrung and uh, Yalukut, Willem Boonurrung as the traditional custodians of the land on which we meet today. Wurundjeri, Woiwurrung and Yalukut Boonarong are two of the five major language groups of the Kulin Nation. We pay our respects to their land, their ancestors, and their elders, past, present, and to the future. We also acknowledge the traditional custodians of the various lands on which anyone watching a recording of this event today finds themselves. The conversation that we're about to have brings together a diverse range of voices in preparation for showing the film at 8.30. Each uh, of which have a different place and each which will come with a different narrative in relation to the film and the project uh, which it addresses. So the premiere will start at 8.30. We have 25, almost 30 minutes um, here. And between now and then, uh, I will be joined uh, by Siddhar Tamasala um, who will be translated by Eleanor Helio. Um, Siddhar is an artist and the vice-president of CATPC, the Congolese Plantation Workers Art League. And Eleanor is an artist and member of Congo Astronauts and she'll be translating uh, for us this evening. Thank you so much for joining us from Lesango in the Democratic Republic of Congo. We are also joined by Arsene Ijambo, who is an architect and general secretary of the Congolese uh, Association, sorry, the Association of the Architects of the Congo, who's joining us from Baltimore in the States. David Ginottan, a managing partner architect at OMA, uh, who's joining us from the Netherlands and Renzo Martin, the filmmaker and artist uh, behind this project, who's joining us with the White cube in the background, (laughs) also from the Netherlands. Um, There is a particular scene, and I understand that's a little bit um, sensitive that I don't give any spoiler alerts, given that you're about to watch the film, but there's a particular scene in the white cube where CATPC member and artist, Matthew Kusiyama, asks a curator in the Congolese room, in the African collection, at the Met in New York, the rather simple question, how did these artworks get here? This is an unanswerable question for the curator, the art market being the only possible answer that she can offer. So, in this scene, Kusyama, and thus by extension, Renzo is the filmmaker expose and intervene into a rather monodirect uh, directional flow of wealth of art of gold of diamonds out of the Congo and into the global north there is a logistical extractive exploitative injustice in these outflows and inflows and these lie at the heart of the film and the work that we're about to see there's also a suggestion that such flows might be intervened within through art the art market, its architectures, and architects. So the white cube is an act oriented towards perhaps intervening in flows, rethreading networks of relations, reworking narratives. We might think of it in terms of the feminist scholar in science, Donna Haraway's um, diagram of a string figure, this child's game where we create uh, images with a single sc- string. So... I think using that as a way of thinking together in the next 20 to 25 minutes, we'll engage in trying to tell such a string figure, a lengthy knotted tangled story uh, made up of at least five, if not seven, if not hundreds of strings, um, emanating from various networks, CATPC, OMA, the fine arts world, the discipline of architecture. So with that said, I'd like to start perhaps this story then in the Democratic Republic of the Congo um, and Lusanga and the work of CATPC, which in English translation is the Congolese Plantation Workers Art League and ask Siddharth Tamasala the seemingly simple question, can you tell us what CATPC is and does?
2: Oi. Euh, merci pour la question. Euh, moi, c'est Sédar Tamasala, euh, comme vous venez de l'annoncer. Euh, je suis l'un des membres euh, de, de, ce, de cette coopérative, de notre association, euh, le Cercle d'Art des Travailleurs des Plantations Congolaises en sigle CATPC, et euh, nous sommes basés à Lusanga, en République Démocratique du Congo, dans la province du Kwilu. Et nous sommes une vingtaine d'artistes qui nous accroissons chaque fois parce qu'il y a toujours de nouveaux membres qui viennent pour, pour adhérer, comme nous aussi, on est venu adhérer. Et euh, on, à part l'art, on, on, on est aussi euh, agriculteurs, comme on nous appelle communément ici, euh, les artistes planteurs, comme on aime bien se faire appeler. Euh, donc à part l'art, on fait l'agriculture. Et cette agriculture... On veut la faire sur notre propre terre, nos propres terres. Donc, on s'est engagé aussi à racheter toutes ces terres qui qui, 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 qui sont restées longtemps entre les mains des des, des plus puissants. quoi. Et, et, et avec le, le revenu de l'art, la vente des sculptures et tout ce que nous faisons, euh, va vers la, le rachat des terres. Euh, donc, on évolue de plus en plus. On a, on a un peu plus de terres qu'avant et ce sont nos terres. On fait, on, on, on décide de quelle agriculture on va faire, qu'est-ce qu'on va planter pour nous, pour nos familles ou pour le commerce. Ça, c'est nous qui en décidons. Donc, euh, ça, c'est déjà une bonne chose. Et à côté, on continue à faire l'art.
3: Okay. Uh, thank you. Uh, I'm a member of the Ciatpc cooperative. We are based in Lusanga in the province of quilu. Uh, We are about uh, 20 artists, and uh, we regularly open up uh, the art workshop to new artists, so we are growing permanently, and uh, uh, we are not only artists, but uh, we are also uh, agricultors. Uh, Maybe Renzo, I don't know how you say agricultors in English okay, your sound is off. Okay, uh, we are, um, we are uh, pe- peasants and...
4: Uh, agriculturalists, we do agriculture. Okay,
3: okay. agriculturalists. <laughs> and um, apart from being artists and agriculturalists, uh, we uh, also in a process of getting back our land, and uh, it's very important to, to us to buy back uh, the land that was uh, taken to us, and to uh, decide uh, what we plant on this land and what we can do on this land.
2: Et on fait aussi l'agroforesterie, euh, donc on veut reboiser, euh, on veut avoir beaucoup plus euh, d'arbres parce que c'est 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 super important. Uh, pour l'instant, pour toute l'humanité déjà de penser à cette question, et nous on est en train de travailler avec des experts. Uh, on a approché des experts pour nous aider à reboiser correctement toutes ces terres que nous allons, nous sommes en train de, de racheter et les, les terres que nous n'avons pas encore acheté parce qu'on compte pas s'arrêter. Donc uh, voilà.
3: Okay, so we uh, are also involved in uh, replanting uh, forests, replanting trees. Uh, We think it's uh, very important for for humanity. And uh, we are working with experts uh, that uh, inform us on uh, different approaches to do that.
0: Thank you so much for that. Uh, Thank you so much for that introduction and I hope that we will be able to jump back uh, with with further questions. I I think, though, that having set the scene of the institution that um, really lies at the centre of the coming film, that we should also ground this discussion in in built space. And tonight's discussion is one of many uh, happening around the world that are being kind of beamed through the portal or the the central node of the white cube in Lasanga. But this is perhaps the only that has an overtly architectural focus, I've been told. Um, And so with that, I think it would be good if we can thread this narrative through the physical building, uh, which we see kind of behind Renzo (laughs) here in Zoom. Um, But I'm hoping that uh, David Ginotta can walk us through the architecture, which is not only the building, but the drawings, the diagram, the plan, the master plan. Thank you, David.
5: Thank you, Helen. Uh, good evening for you. Uh, for us, it was of course an honor to be asked uh, to uh, collaborate with Renzo on this project, and especially to empower the people in Congo on their own land uh, to bring back biodiversity, but also to show their art in their own context, and in the context it belongs to. Um, We built a white cube, but we actually did something more for the whole piece of land that was owned at that time. Uh, We made a master plan. A part where the community is, where the people simply live and where you can also visit. Um, An experience band in the master plan, uh, where we have a conference center, which was the first project, so that we could portray the vision of CGAPC into the world. Uh, A workshop simply where the art can be created and then the white cube, uh, where you can really expose this art, but also art uh, that is connected to it. And then the nature part for the biodiversity, with test gardens, plantations, and the bush uh, that would grow and overgrow the master plan in time. And this uh, simple idea of uh, creating these different elements um, uh, started about uh, three years ago. Uh, The people are simply there as a community and live there. We're trying to improve their living conditions, but we mainly try to keep them uh, at the center of everything, because it's all about the people and the place. Uh, The first thing we did was to make a conference center, and uh, as you just saw, it is there and it is working, and and they are broadcasting from there, uh, which in the jungle of Lusanga is obviously a challenge and great that it worked. And uh, we had to build with local materials and with local building knowledge, uh, and we will hear about that a bit more. But it's on the river side, a beautiful site overlooking the river uh, in the trees, where we constructed uh, uh, this conference centre that is uh, uh, at the first level. And then we finished it uh, uh, to to show and to overlook uh, the whole master plan and the whole area uh, that was still uh, needed to happen. Here you see, for example, uh, a broadcast from there, uh, which is constantly happening, also in this series of introducing the film to the world. Um, The White Cube itself uh, was a very simple white box uh, that could really uh, expose the art uh, that was made there, but also art about Congo and about the context of the project. Uh, it's a very simple white box uh, that we enlarged at the entrance and pushed down uh, towards the plantation. And in it is a route. Uh, there's a door to get in uh, and at the end, there's a window to look out over the plantation. You see, it's a very simple plan where you constantly turn um, and, and see different wall sections uh, for the different art and where there's also space for the the sculptures inside. So you enter at the high side, you walk in, you have the first uh, part of the building where there is uh, the art at the end. You turn, you come in the midsection, uh, where the different sculptures and and paintings uh, can hang. And then in the end uh, of the building at the low side is the window, the window to the plantation, to show the people uh, where uh, the creators of the art worked but also the um, reintroduction of the biodiversity and planting uh, inside uh, Congo. So, as you can see, the White Cube was really built inside of the plantation that will transform over time uh, into the forest. And uh, kind of what you can see is that uh, we started building uh, first with uh, the outside, uh, and uh, that was left for a while because then the funding uh, for the roof and the interior needed to happen. And now it is completed, you see the roof is on, you see it's kind of inside of the plantation currently that is still partly operating. You also see that it is really part of daily life of the plantation and simply all the works continue to go around it. And here you see the interior of the large door where you enter and the first hole, uh, not just equipped with art, but showing the architecture space uh, good. And here you see the window uh, to the plantation at the end, uh, which is the end point uh, of the the white cube. And here you see how it is part of daily life happening around. And also these people not only working uh, on the plantation and on the biodiversity, but also are the artists uh, that create the art and they do that in this workshop that we designed to be open air uh, which was constructed uh, third and you see uh, kind of it's a very simple structure with a large roofscape shielding the people from the sunlight and from the rain uh, but being in the climate of the uh, of the place and here you see the creation of art going on and as it was already mentioned uh, constant new artists are also coming to this place so that the uh, CTPC is enlarged. And here you see that uh, the gardens are also started, the test gardens, where we test uh, uh, new plants that can bring back the biodiversity to the land uh, and uh, slowly erase the plantation uh, as the only single uh, uh, planting on the site. And here you see that near the river, uh, different plants are tested uh, to be grown later on. And that is my presentation thank you
0: thank you david um i think that when we look at this work um and in fact renzo's work as a filmmaker and artist we see an interest in revealing the traces of production Um, and the white cube is a kind of archetype um that needed to i guess be adjusted to respond to this site to the very specific conditions of, of making architecture in the Congo and here I'd love to to ask Asan what were the challenges of producing constructing designing of working with this project on the ground
1: Oh thank you thank you for the opportunity to speak about this project the first of all for us there is, there's is two aspects the first aspect was of course the 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 idea of to help people to reconquer their land was a very interesting, you know, um, idea. When you see the history of this uh, country for the last 100 years, you know, the way they take the land and the, the way they, they create production for the needs of other people, not for the local people. And um, the second aspect, which was very interesting for us as an architect is to work with, uh, with uh, OMA, OMA, which is one of the most uh, uh, um uh, important film in architecture and it was very interesting to us to, to work with them and to 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 see how we can uh, yes uh, we, we can create this project so the most important thing was as you as you you will see on the movie that is it's a a poor area in terms of opportunity so which means that you don't have a, a, an industry of contractor a lot of contractor in the area and then you have a lot of um, uh, when you have a project like this we have a lot of uh, challenge in terms of uh, how to to make sure that uh, uh, the the final project will be uh, 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 as as we, we plan you know and then uh, there is a lot of uh, of technical uh, uh, point on which we have to to working you know, on to make sure that uh, uh, the local entrepreneur will be able to realize all the all the points without any confusion, without any, you know, uh, misunderstanding. Uh, yes, as, yes, that was the the most the most important point. Uh, the most important point. And uh, and uh, when you see, for instance, the the geometry of the white cube, you know, uh, the, the the geometry of the white cube. You have to make sure that we have all the same understanding of the of the the, the, the complexity of this building. That was the most important. Uh, uh, challenge as an architect of course you can understand that when you are uh, dealing with uh, other parts we have to make sure that you have the same understanding of the of the of the building when you see for instance we used to in this area there's no many opportunity of construction but when you construct it's like you construct bridge or maybe school but not museum so you have to make sure that um, I think it was the yes. According to me, I think maybe it's the the first museum for the last I don't know 50 years that in, they 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 concentrate in this area. And then uh, you have to make sure that um, we are in the same uh, in the same frequencies <laughs> to to make sure that uh, yes uh, we, we realize the building. I think that was, was the most important for the for me. Uh, so was first the the idea of. Uh, to help people, you know, to reconquest their land. What's a very interesting idea, and that's why we were very interested with the idea of rain you us to to work with them. And uh, yes, Omar, when you see all the projects of Omar in the world, as an architect, you you have to be uh, very interested when they say, oh, let's work about this. You are already interested and you you want to to share with them. I think that is the most important one that I can say.
0: Thank you. I love this idea of being on this same frequency as we speak through this kind of Zoom interface, and, and you guys can't see the audience that are then sitting kind of behind the camera that are also then looking at this screen. It's a very mediated situation we're in right now. Um, but Renzo, I'd, I'd love to ask you about the film itself, because this is what we are uh, about to kind of witness, and here we see film being used not necessarily as only in the sense of an ac- giving an account of a process but also perhaps as a proposal <laughs> for something to happen how did you view the process of making this film?
4: Um, thank you Helen I, I'm, I'm really honoured that uh, we are all invited <coughs> at, at M Pavilion um, so thank you first of all um, indeed it's a proposal uh, it's a proposition if you will and um, um, Proposition is that uh, we, we know for a fact that many museums in the global north, uh, whether these are in New York or in other cities that are connected to bigger capital streams, have been built uh, with um, profits that have been extracted from plantations. This is not just true in Congo. It's true in Indonesia. It's true in uh, uh, in, in South America, Brazil. And it's ongoing. You know, uh, Many of the companies that are able to... Uh, through philanthropy or through taxes, uh, fund museums that are dedicated to inclusivity, to diversity, have also uh, a financial tie to other parts of the globe where rainforests are being cut down and where people are put to work in really horrendous labor conditions. Um, This is ongoing. And I think the proposition here is that maybe um, by building in this case only one relatively small white cube on... A former Unilever plantation in Lusanga new connections can be made and I think um, part of these capital streams could be re-diverted, they could be reorganized. Uh, There is enough money in the world, there's really no problem the problem is that the money always goes to rich places and hardly ever flows back to the places where where it was extracted from in the first place and so people living there don't benefit from white cubes and its diversity or uh, um um openness to new ideas. They're actually victims of the white Cube more than ever. And so this whole project is an attempt to reorganize that. And I think Cedar Tamasara spoke about it eloquently. Um, People uh, in Sangha, Sedar and his colleagues, Mathieu Kasyama, Irene Kanga, uh, they are as talented as anybody else on the planet. There's really, I mean, maybe more talented if you look at individuals, for sure. Um, and there's really no reason why Sedar, uh, for example, or some of his colleagues would not have access to these global networks of exchange, uh, of debate and, and so this is the attempt. We connect through the establishment of this White Cube, thanks to Asen, to David, and the people who work with them. There is now a connection between the ground zero of global economic inequality, the very first plantation Unilever started in Congo, forced labor up to now wages of like $20 a month for a full-time job between that reality and the reality of museums who debate these issues and so they should be connected obviously and and that's the whole that's the whole attempt here and obviously may, maybe one final point is that uh, I visually uh, visibly I'm not a congolese uh, guy I'm a white male western guy um, and I think the role of white male western people like I am one could sh- should Should not be simply of extracting and then debating how we extract. We should actively use the possibilities that historically have been granted to us to reorganize the world. And we can. And this is one tiny attempt in doing that. Thank you, Renzo.
0: Um, We only have a couple of minutes really to engage in conversation given this tiny window in time that we could get everybody including the very many audience members together at one moment but I was thinking as we, if we reflect on the kind of archetypal form of the white cube um, and also Asan's comment that this might be the first, there's been many bridges, there's been many schools, but this might be the first kind of white cube, (laughs) at least in this region. Um, I'm wondering whether this idea of a kind of networked, almost cybernetic uh, connection to global capital might also play out in terms of multiplication. Is this the first white cube of many? Uh, Would be one question. Um, if there are many, does replication destroy its unique value? <laughs> um, I would love to maybe first ask David because this is a question about architecture and authorship and authenticity as much as anything, and then perhaps throw over to um, to our other kind of threads within the conversation. So um, David, was this meant to be a model or a prototype or is it a singular uh, gesture? No, it's-
5: this was meant to be unique, but also meant to start a conversation uh, of which we didn't know where it was going. Uh, and and obviously it was in that sense uh, very much an experiment to try to get people think about reorganization uh, and think about how you could connect these uh, spaces to the same discussion. So it's not about trying to empower them, it's really to make them part of something. And the idea for us was really to to make it place simply as a starting point. We have debated many types of opportunities. Should the white cube have uh, uh, more, multiple white cubes around in these areas, or should it kind of transpond in a different way? And I think that is mainly dictated by the people that actually use it, program it, and uh, through the debate that starts existing. So I don't expect that something like this will just be a replica all around in different plantations. Definitely not. But I hope that, um, that by doing something, and that can happen in other places as well, whatever that might be, they become part of the debate, become part of the discussion and feel empowered in that discussion. And architecture can help because this is, of course, a statement. If I show the image of the white cube in the plantation and the transformation of the plantation to the bush to anybody, everybody understands it immediately um, from a physical point of view. And and that type of impact is maybe possible in other contexts as well. But I would definitely not think that this should be replicated on different plantations in the same way. It should be done in a contextual uh, way inside of the story and empowering the people from there. We also really worked with the people from CTPSJ and with the the local architects, with Arsene and and, and others, to construct this. This was not a one-off uh, sketch of us uh, and then kind of implement it. No, this was really about what did they want, how did they want it, and how could we help them organize it?
0: Thank you. Would anyone else like to, to add to David's comments there?
2: Yes, I want say something. For us, when Mathieu enters the white cube à New York et que il rentre aussi dans le euh, le Y Cube à Lusanga c'est, c'est c'est quelque chose qui est qui est très important pour nous ça veut dire que oh, on a accès aussi à, à ces institutions euh, d'art euh, qui, qui, qui qui ont été euh, qui les portes ont été fermées longtemps pour euh, les gens comme nous les gens qui vivent dans des endroits euh, comme nous donc euh, euh, cette distance est brisée et ça nous donne aussi euh, comment dire la, la, la possibilité de se sentir concerné aussi du, euh, du fait que euh, dès le départ on était toujours là et il y, y a nos ancêtres qui, qui ont tout donné pour, pour que tout cela soit, soit, soit réel euh, euh, Mathieu est tombé plusieurs fois d'un, d'un palmier comme, comme il a dit donc euh, ces fruits des palmes qu'il a coupé c'est aussi peut-être dans Euh, dans quelques murs, dans dans dans, le musée, dans des musées par-ci par-là. Donc euh, c'est un bâtiment qui qui, 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 nous, qui nous qui nous concerne aussi, qui est aussi les nôtres. Donc le, le fait qu'il soit à Lusanga c'est, c'est vraiment un grand pas et aussi euh, pour que ces bâtiments ne soient euh, soit quelque chose qui, qui réoriente justement euh, ces genres de discussions, qui, qui 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 rassemble tout le monde pour justement se pencher à ces discussions que la plupart des gens ignorent ou ou disons euh, efface euh, pour ne pas s'encombrer quoi. Et donc ça, ça c'est une bonne chose, c'est un bon début et et on doit s'y mettre euh, tous parce que la, les réponses ne sont pas là, elles tombent pas, ça vient après des discussions, après des échanges des idées et c'est ce genre d'initiatives qui peuvent euh, favoriser que tout le monde puisse contribuer et tout le monde se sente concerné et inclus. Donc voilà. Mm-hmm.
3: So for us, it's uh, very important Uh, For example, when the white cube is very important, when Matthew uh, enters the white cube in New York and when he enters the white cube in uh, Lusanga, uh, the first uh, uh, plantation of Unilever, uh, suddenly uh, it gives him access to all of these art institutions uh, and uh, where in the past... Uh, the doors of these institutions were closed. And uh, it helps us uh, and it helps everybody else to feel concerned um, which uh, wasn't the case uh, or is very rarely the case that people feel concerned by uh, uh, the history of our ancestors that have filled up the white cubes of the world. And um, uh, for example, uh, Mathieu's ancestors often uh, f- uh, f- fell off uh, the trees
2: of, uh, of, of palm trees.
3: And, and even Mathieu uh, fell off uh, palm trees while he was uh, uh, gathering the, 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 the pound nuts. And, uh, uh, so it's, it's, uh, it's, it's not a little matter. And this building, uh, in, indeed reorient, reorient, uh, uh, redirect, sorry, uh, this type of, uh, discussions, uh, the link between uh, art and economics, uh, that people, uh, Uh, easily erase from their minds and uh, to start uh, this kind of uh, exchange and this initiative is uh, extremely important
0: for us. Thank you. If if the aim of the conversation was to pull together these kind of threads, I think that that particular thread is one that pulls us (laughs) towards um, towards the film um, and towards consideration of what's at stake in this project and towards issues of wealth distribution, injustice, inflows, outflows, and this idea of a kind of global logistics within the art world. I have promised um, everyone on the panel that we will finish on time and I see that we are uh, three minutes over. So, uh, Renzo Asan, would you like to add just a couple of words um, before we close? Otherwise, we will uh, start with the premiere. Um, Do you have any final kind of words you'd like to leave with this audience sitting in a car park in the middle of the night in Melbourne with the sound of skateboarders (laughs) quite loudly next to us?
1: Oh, uh, yes. Yeah, so I enjoyed the movie first <laughs> and then, um, no, uh, I think that the, the the most important thing was um, uh, the fact of, um, uh, yes, create new relation, create new discussion, create new, yes, uh, discussion about the, the fact that uh, 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 People are trying to reconquest to their land, to reconquest their, their land and, uh, in a Pacific way. In a Pacific way. And uh, this is our modest contribution, you know, to, to this perspective that we are Thank
0: you.
4: I have nothing more to add. This is all, thank you so much. I think uh, what I've said, David, Eleonora and Sedar, it's uh, wonderful. Thank you so much.
0: With those words, I think if we could, as an audience, you can't see us, but perhaps you can hear us. So if we could put our hands together and thank you. Thank you. Wonderful to see you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. You're listening to an Empavilion podcast conversations about design and the world we live in. This podcast comes to you from our 2020 season. For more, visit our archive at library.mpavilion.org and subscribe wherever
1: you find your podcasts.